Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, this is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We are going to connect with loving self, and now some of you might associate loving self with a form of narcissism, and this is quite different. This is actually fully embodying who you are for the world and loving every aspect about it, not having trepidation or fear or doubt about sharing that person with the world. So if you can imagine in your mind's eye everything that you would love to do and present forward that you could do with full confidence because you knew right in your solar plexus that that's what you are to deliver to the world. And that's about connecting with your cosmic flow, your place in the universe, in the world, so you are moving forward with confidence and ease and grace. Now, as we've discussed the past couple weeks, we've gone over codependency and we've gone over self-worth. Both of these things are sometimes environmentally passed down. They could be part of a mental distribution or disturbance and they can affect if we love ourselves. So I know it's been a lot of information to connect with the concept of codependency and even where you might be not feeling as valued in your life. So tonight I wanted us to dive into loving self. And before we do that, we'll just do a brief recap. And then we're going to connect with loving self. We're going to ask some questions I have two songs and a meditation lined up tonight. Tonight is about giving you a couple tools to employ in your everyday life so that you can reconnect with this beautiful, amazing being. And the benefit of that is once you feel completely whole and know who you are and feel like you've really stripped down some layers that aren't impeding you in your life, it doesn't mean that you won't have tests but you'll know when you're having those tests that you can still walk through it with grace, even if at times you feel a little uncomfortable or unstable. I get in that place too. We're all human, but if you always know that you can go back to the center place where there is no doubt, it just might be that fear creeps in or or something is put in front of your path that you weren't expecting, and so you have to re-find your feet and, and keep moving forward. You have to find your balance. And that's the practice in life is finding that balance in every moment, no matter what is put in front of you. So before we start, I want to share with you a poem. In I find it quite interesting. In the past seven days, I've had aspects of self revealed and re-resurrected in myself that have been quite profound and returning me to an even deeper wholeness than I could ever imagine. And one gift that was reminded of me and it appeared when I was writing the book, Bare Naked Bliss, was this immortal love where you just love all beings and you feel so filled up it's never-ending. And that arrived again in a whole new way for me where actually there was there's feels like there's no attachments at all around me, which is a really beautiful place to be. So I want you just to close your eyes for a moment and imagine loving without attachment, 
loving without suffering, just loving freely, loving yourself that way. It's a beautiful place to reside. So close your eyes and connect. Immortal love sips from an overflowing cup flowing beyond thy lips into thy tunnel beyond up, leading to thy hips. Andromeda awakens, veils drop, Gaia no longer taken, kundalini pops, dragon's eyes do not lie, red flame eradicates blame, human species forgets race, mind falls, gap expands, dimensions split without a trace, serpent unifies, stand, heart returned beyond up, corn appears, cotton merges, Pearls flow, eagle flies, valley opens, breast lifts, immortal love awakens dove. Just take a deep breath into the heart center and just imagine in that mind's eye an infinite, abundant, free love that reciprocates and is in balance, brings harmony, joy, and peace. And the only way we can ever experience or share that is to have that love affair with self first, to be able to be with self in stillness. So tonight, we're going to dive in to loving self and the gifts it returns. So last two weeks, we went over some inner work and we talked about dependencies and we talked about self-worth, and value. So just to recap, if you are have identified a series of patterns that really are your hot points, continue to look at those and revisit them, but pick one place in your life that you're going to work on it, one relationship, and then all the threads that are linked to that, all the patterns, will start to clear up if you allow it to happen. Next, we talked about identifying a place in your exterior and your interior where you're not feeling valued. Again, choose one place and really sit with time. Take some time to contemplate. It's one thing we don't afford ourselves is why am I not feeling this way? And years ago when I was a teenager and I was raped, I decided to go on a journey of self-healing by myself. And during that time, it was so profound to find and carve out time to contemplate in nature, by myself, in art galleries, just to connect, reconnect with myself and try to make sense of what had occurred and how that was impacting my life. So when we look at our dependencies and our patterns and look at where we're not valued, go back to maybe an incident that might have caused you to be in that place and then be gentle with it. Go back, and if you're having trouble letting go of anger, fear, any emotions around that incident, just reach out to someone. You can reach out to me or anyone else that's there that can professionally guide you through the healing process. But remember, most of our dependency issues are a result of past pains. And even though we might think we've mastered or let go of something, and oftentimes in our society we're really comfortable with compartmentalizing what had happened, putting it in a box, and putting it under the bed. 
Well, I want to remind you that we don't get off that easy. We can put it away for a while, but if we don't address all the layers of pain, that little box comes with us. And it's in my humble opinion, because I've watched it happen over and over, because I've had the privilege to watch people exit this world, that they reconcile their life. They reconcile everything that had happened in this life and the last time they left this, their body. Now, again, that's a faith issue, and that's okay if you don't relate to that. But if you have a sense that maybe you've been around here before, then understand that we're energetic fields. And at times, you might remember past instances that don't relate to this life, and you wonder why you get fearful in a car, but you've never been in a car accident. So as you're connecting with these patterns, remember that some of this healing can come from a long time ago. And then also remember whatever has been happening to you in this life is more than likely a thread from then and that it's really important to address what's happening in this life. And that will clear up the energy from other lives if that's part of your belief system. If it's not, then just focus on clearing up what's in this life, what has happened and what you still have hot buttons about. So, Again, just keep revisiting the patterns and then look at your exterior situation that you'd like to bring a sense of more value to and to yourself, your own self-worth about how you are in your exterior world, one thing, and then your interior world, one thing that you can bring a little bit more self-love and self-value to. That is a great place to start and you can keep revisiting some of these concepts and then the key point in those things is to stop and be still with self. If you can sit, even though it's uncomfortable, even if that mind is chattering, just sit. Sit and sit and sit till you let it go. And you can start off by hiking, walking, doing those things to emptying the mind. But then I really encourage you to sit with self, whether it's in nature or in your home or in a yoga studio, or a meditation room, or a temple, or a church, wherever it may be, wherever you find peace, go there and find that silent sweet spot. A lot of information and a lot of healing takes place instantly when you go there. So now that we've revisited those, we're going to dive into loving self and what that means. Ongoing work will be addressing our patterns, but we can continually give ourselves love. And that's what I want us to focus on together today is how can we love self? What ways can we bring love into ourselves every single day? So first of all, we need to figure out where we might not be nourishing ourselves. It's a simple, simple task. Are you too busy with work? Are you feeling stressed out? Do you feel deep fear, doubt, anxiety? If you are on any kind of antidepressant or anxiety medicine, it's a huge sign that you need self-care. And that means only you can give you that and only you can learn to manage that stress. And so it's a perfect time to really focus on bringing in things that make you laugh, sing, dance, things that bring you joy in your life. So be honest with self. Where are you stressed? What are you doing and what are your coping mechanisms? What are your codependency patterns? So that's the link up. You know, are, are you addicted to 
uh, Paxil? Are you addicted to having a wine every night? Are you addicted to having a smoke every day? Are you addicted to all these different things. We have many addictions in our life, and they pacify us, much like a baby likes a pacifier or their thumb. So think about how, in those moments, you can nourish self. Is it taking a walk out in nature? Is it going and shooting some hoops? Is it playing on a drum? Is it watching your favorite movie? Is it diving into a book? Whatever may take you out of that state of anxiety, stress, self-loathing, anger, any of those non-beneficial emotions, think about in those moments, rather than going for your vice, going for something else, or just going for silence, being still, saying, no, I'm going to wait before I go and have a drink. I'm going to wait and be still. Or I'm going to wait before I go shopping to release my tension. I'm going to go out in nature and just observe the beauty, put my feet to the earth. I'm going to actually go take a long bath with candles and read a book and just stay nice and relaxed and quiet. These are beautiful ways to slow down and just say, hey, how are you doing? Talk with yourself, connect with yourself, and tune in. And if you find yourself compartmentalizing, not wanting to talk to someone about something or not even wanting to acknowledge that something's going on, Figure out why. Is it because you're in a healing process? Do you need that inward process? And that's okay if that's how you cope with stuff. But also, if it's a an issue that you need to clear with someone, it's really important that you keep that communication open because then you're not clearing up that issue. If it's your own personal pain or your own personal um, hurdle that you're climbing, it's okay to be inward. It's perfectly okay to be inward. And our world would be really profoundly shifted if we took more time to be what's known in Buddhist terms as retreat, taking the time to stop, go inward by self, and disconnect from everything. You will be amazed, if you haven't done it before, at the layers that pull back and how joyous you feel after you've done that. And you can do that for 24 hours. You can do it for a week. You can do it for a month. Whatever you might be able to fit into your schedule. But you'll really get to know yourself and really find out what's important and what's not. So take time to nourish self. And then another way to figure out... um, on top of maybe an anxiety or depression or knowing that you have low self-esteem or self-worth is to look at and evaluate, do you have judgment towards others? If you find yourself criticizing others, talking about others, or talking about yourself, putting yourself down, notice the language and notice that that's a sign that there's something within you that's not resolved. And to take time and look at it and even notice at times when you might be speaking to someone and all of a sudden you realize that maybe they misconstrued what you said, but realize that you're maybe participating in a pattern too and how you can shift it because you don't want to show up maybe for your friend and feel like you're always criticizing them. So you can realize, wow, maybe I can back off with my language a little bit and let them feel love. This is how we can help each other out. We can notice each other's patterns and kind of help release our place in the dance. So notice if you're judging each other's a great Native American saying is one finger at you and then three fingers and a thumb back at me. So 
notice where we're judging and why you're judging. And is it based on a fear or lack of knowledge about a subject area? Uh, Just take time to think about that. Now, um, one thing that's key in this process of loving self is, especially if you're suffering from fear, anxiety, depression, doubt, and many people on this planet right now have been tested beyond belief because of what we are going through. We're going through a deconstruction of the world as we know it. And the exciting part is we get to build something new. If we stay in the the fear factor going, oh my gosh, I have to let go, remember, nothing can continue without change. So if we're always holding on to one thing, then the walls can't come down and we can't burst something new. This is a huge practice because we have to let go of what we think we know. And we have to let go of how we used to approach situations because something new is birthing, something that maybe we can't even imagine. So in this process of learning to love self, it's really important to take the time to stay inspired, to be around people that have a high vibration, and make sure that you have balanced energies around you, understanding if you have a codependency that you're really trying to heal, having masculine energy, but then all of a sudden you have only male energy around you, you need to bring the feminine in. If you're, you've are you been trying to heal a wound from the feminine, you've had so much feminine energy around you, it's time to take a time out from the feminine and bring in some masculine. Really think about how you balance those two relationships within yourself and your outer world to stay in balance. And that also will help the healing process a lot faster, and the discovery of self-love. Now, we're going to sit back, and I'm going to allow you to listen to a song by a friend that I just interviewed, and her name is Elizaveta. She just released an album, and it's a perfect example of someone taking their inspiration, their gifts, and their talents, and transposing it to be delivered in a world that can accept it in so many different realities, so many different demographics. And why I'm playing this song is, one, it's reminding you to dream. One, it's reminding you not to be afraid to love and to show you the power that music has to change our energy field in any given moment. So this is a great tool to shift our mood and change our heart center If we're sad, rather than listen to sad love songs, why not put on some music that makes us want to dance? So just close your eyes and enjoy this piece of music by Elisabetta called The Dreamer. I believe in fairy tales and serendipity, some kind of sketch. I got by the tail and make a wish from the fountain. Oh, oh, oh. Prevail the path is clear for me to follow Shoot it, stop, believe it, trust for me to fail With joy and sorrow, oh, 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 Leave your fear of love behind Love 
I believe in fairy tales too and serendipitous encounters. That's something that definitely occurs when we're in a state of euphoria and love for life. So if you could feel the energy of the idea of dreaming and being open to loving, uh, for many of us on this planet, we actually might speak love, just love, be in peace, yet we don't embody those words. And it's a process to really understand how to love self. I encourage you all, if there's one thing in life that you could ever explore, is learning how to love yourself. It is one of the yummiest things that you can ever do. And there's freedom beyond that love. Because at that point, you realize you need nothing absolutely nothing and then you can engage with life in a whole new different way you can show up for everyone in a way that is from a place of selflessness of compassion and what I call immortal love so what I'm going to give you now are a couple tools that you can put into practice to Find a little sense of intimacy with self, a little comfort of self. Again, a quick clue if you're really craving that you need to be in a relationship, that you need to have a child, that you would be crushed if you lost one of your children. Not that that's not painful. Believe me, I know. But understand that we can bring ourselves to a place where we are so comfortable with ourselves, we realize that the gifts are these relationships. We don't depend on them. We feel blessed in every moment that we can have them. And sometimes the best relationships, we were, me and a friend were joking this weekend, could be only a day long. <laughs> Why not let it get to a place where it's not comfortable? So no matter if we're afforded a week, a year, or eternity with each other, the icing on top of the cake and below that is just the euphoria of loving self so you can completely embody a word and share it with the universe the tools that you can employ to connect with the self-love in this upcoming week are one to practice dropping judgment of self and others and this is really easy do you find yourself talking about someone and what are you t saying about them? Are they there to have the conversation with you? And are you holding them in their highest light? Have you decided that they can't have that job? Have you decided they're dating someone that's not worthy? Understand that our life is so serendipitous. And yeah, maybe uh, your best friend is dating someone that's not fully aligned with her, but maybe the only way that she's going to connect with a deeper sense of self is to have that relationship. Whatever it may be, it doesn't mean that you can't speak your truth to that person, but have the ethics within the self and the authenticity to do that to the other person. If you're going to say something about anyone, make sure that you can say it to their face and say it with love and compassion. So that's a way to check in. Where is there judgment in your life? Are you talking about things that you are even educated about? Have you done the research? Or are you just going off of what someone told you or a belief system? 
even the things I'm sharing with you. I always encourage people, do your own research, try it out, practice it. And if it clicks, then you might want to keep trying it. And if it doesn't, then you can say, wow, that doesn't work for me. And you try something else. So the judgment of others and then the judgment of self. This is, again, really easy. Do you at times say, I hate myself. Oh, my gosh, I feel so bad. I I don't know what I'm going to do without this person in my life. Do you even put down your body? Do you love your body? Great way to find out if you think you're amazing. If you at all are not pleased with the way you are and every shape and size is perfect. It's divine perfection. But for whatever reason, if you're not in love with all aspects of self, again, this isn't narcissism. This is truly saying, wow, I feel good about myself. I really love myself. And you know those people that do. You see them on the street, and, you're, and it's contagious because you want a piece of that. You want to know how they can feel that way, and you can feel the magnetism that comes to that person when they're in that vibration. So drop judgment for self and others. The second practice is watch your words and your thoughts. I've brought this up before, and this is really important. Again, it goes a little bit into judgment, but whatever we say, whatever we're projecting out into the universe becomes part of our collective imagination. So if we're all saying war will never end, war will never end, war will never end, guess what? That's what we're all going to have in our head. We're going to have a belief system that that's not possible. And that's not a world I want to live in. That's not a world system I'm hoping that will come up. So think about what you're saying. If, If you really want the best for a friend, then speak what you want for them. Say, I want the absolute best. You may not agree with how they're getting there, but just speak that, wow, I hope they find their dreams. I hope that they get to live out their dreams. Don't resign their job and their career based on what you think. Let them be. If you have attitudes towards your parents, friends, and families, watch the language Watch the thoughts. So a simple trick, as I mentioned before, is one, you can imagine that you have um, doggy doo-doo in your mouth. But also, you can just maybe get in your hand when you realize, oh, I'm talking about someone. Stop. And then let go. Clinch, let go. Just really subtly. Or you can also, with thoughts, bring in a mantra. So as soon as you go to thoughts that are not in your highest best for self or other beings on this planet, just bring in the sound of om or ah. So if you say blah, 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 om, okay, or ah, make the disconnect and then change the thought to a positive one. You will notice a difference in your brain of how things are happening in your life. Now, the next thing you want to do is think about saying what is so, because you might have a big curve to take place when you're dropping judgment and you're watching your words and thoughts. So you might say, wow, now I have nothing to talk about. I'm always thinking negative things. I'm always saying things about other people, and I'm not saying what is so. So this is a great practice. You don't say what's right or wrong. You just say what's so. Oh, my child got a B on his paper. I made a cake. Practicing simple 
and this is what I found, what do you think? When you don't say and this is wrong. Or you could say, you know what, for me, I really don't want to participate in that, and this is why. Say what is so. That's a great way to bring yourself into a vibrational frequency that allows you to start loving yourself. Because you realize when you cut out those patterns, something opens up. And then you can talk about things that inspire you, that excite you, make you laugh, things that make you want to play. There's no reason to get stuck in those vibrational fields about other things. So the three tools for this week stating what is so. You'll have plenty more conversation that's love-filled, joyous, and full of pleasure. So with that in mind, we are going to go into a meditation. We're going to go into a visualization where we can connect with our inner self. So I want you to close your eyes and take a deep breath and breathe in and out of your heart. Take a deep breath in and out. Full deep body breath. And just connect with the heart center. Open the heart center. In and out. And then within the heart, just want you to connect with your perfection. If you can even remember a moment in time where you felt just amazing all by yourself, where you just felt this euphoria. And if you can't remember a time, then just remember a time when you just felt this joy, euphoria, bliss, for no apparent reason, kind of bubbles up in your belly and makes you giggle. So bring that energy from the solar plexus into the heart, breathing in and out. Breathing in love and exhaling love. Again, breathing in love and exhaling love. One more time. Breathe in love, full body love. And this time when you exhale love, I want you just to send it out into the universe and imagine it blanketing all the stars our entire world system, just covering everyone with a blanket of joy, never-ending bliss. And just imagine in your mind's eye the colors, the feeling, what it exudes. And then in your mind's eye, I just want you to imagine for a moment connecting with an image of that love just drizzling down on self. And then see the reflection when that magical stardust just lands on other people and how it transforms the entire 
worldview when we no longer have suffering when we no longer have doubt when we no longer have pain just feel what it feels like it feels like ah Mm-hmm. 
region of your body and imagine what you would create with that freedom. Imagine all the extra energy you have for your entire life because you are in a place of peace. What does that feel like and what does that look like? gently come back before we go into wrapping up everything that we've discussed I want you to connect with the song and it talks about loving from within and it most definitely can sound like a love song but it's a love song to yourself just keep your eyes closed if they opened close them again and just sit back and enjoy
Yes, this is what it's about, returning home. Are you ready to go home? (laughs) I am always feel at home now. So if you're ready, take the time for you to learn to love you. That way you can face every situation with ease and grace. doesn't mean that it's all going to be perfect because, yeah, you do have to work with the outside world and things will rise up, you know, and we all have to be together. And I don't think that we want us all to be the same. That would be kind of boring, wouldn't it? So if you can think about how do I get home, And the simplest way is to really self-nurture and think about loving self. And then your relationships are going to deepen. They're going to change. And some might fall apart. But you'll finally be able to let go of some of those relationships you cling to, the ideas and the concepts that you had, what you thought you knew in those moments when that person couldn't see it, wasn't willing to be with you, and you'll realize that you were just clinging to some idea that was making you feel safe. So as you examine this next week and take the time to really evaluate how you can start loving yourself a little bit deeper, practice dropping judgment, watching your words and thoughts, and in those moments, practice stating what's so rather than saying what's right or wrong. You can state your opinion that you feel something should be X, Y, and Z. You have that right to state whatever you want, but see how you can change the vibration of those words. And what that will do is it'll open up your eyes to how you have been seeing yourself and others in the world, and it'll give you the opportunity to welcome in something different. That is where we can all start. So before we close out for this evening, I just want to bring in a couple questions about self-love. I recently had someone ask me, uh, how can I love myself? I'm ready to love, but I just don't know how. And oftentimes what happens is that we create exterior situations around us, people that aren't loving us when they should, children that are being difficult, friends that are being difficult, work that's being difficult, everything around us is dramatic or a problem. Or maybe our life is quite content, but we have a lot of time to give our opinion about someone else's life. If that's the case, take a moment to check in with the heart center. How does it feel? And if you're wanting to feel love, true love, Not just like, I love that person or I love my child, but really true, true love, that immortal love. Take a moment to check into the heart center. Is it open or is it constricted? Can you look people in the eye? I mean, can you really gaze at someone in their eye? Check in about that. Just today, I was in the gelato store with my daughter and there was a woman that came in and I could feel her energy. Um, I'm an empath, so I could feel her just feeling a little tense and all of a sudden we made eye contact and I was so amazed. Her eyes were absolutely beautiful and all I said to her is, your eyes are beautiful. And in that moment when I said that, her entire energy system shifted because she saw 
that she was beautiful. So think about what we're reflecting to the world and how we can shift it inside. And just as I was asked that question, how can I start loving myself or really love other people? You have to start here and then you can go outward. But you can take moments to really recognize someone's beauty and that changes your vibration. It allows you to experience a level of intimacy with someone else and helps change their vibration. Another question that I was asked was, I feel so disconnected from my family and my partner that I don't know that I can reconnect with them. This is a sure sign that something's a little astray in your own life. If you don't feel that you can reconnect with your partner or your family, you're feeling so distant that you wish you could disappear, more than likely you might be suffering from some depression, anxiety, or pressure, and you've lost that connection, if you ever had it, with that love for self. So you want to bring in self-nurturing energy. You want to bring in the feminine energy to help awaken and rekindle that love for self. Now, if you've been surrounding yourself with a lot of feminine energy and you're still feeling depressed or anxious, then that means you're needing to counterbalance that really that feed, that feminine feed with some male energy, masculine energy, that's the solar plexus, fire, okay? So really connect with what you're needing. And a great way to get both feminine and masculine energy is to be in nature. In the Andean Codex, we have what's called Pachamama and Apples. Apples is the mountain. That's the masculine energy. And then you have Pachamama, the earth energy. Okay, Those are two energies that are there for you every single day that you're walking on that can feed your soul. And then you have the sun and the moon. La luna is the feminine energy. The sun is the, the masculine energy. So take the time to connect with the stars, nature. This is the most affordable medicine on this planet. Take your shoes off, walk outside, and breathe it in because it is intoxicating. The more you connect with the world around you, you will see its magnificence and remember your magnificence. So I think those are the areas we're going to touch on for tonight. I hope you'll take time for silence and to practice your tools for next week. If you have any questions for me, Allow yourself to send them in. Connect with me by email, s at suzannetoro.com. You can send me any questions for next week's show. Again, s at suzannetoro.com. We're going to go into some specifics next week as far as uh, a specific topic. And I encourage you all to listen in. Whether you experienced it or not, more than likely you've interacted with someone and it's a great way to learn compassion and learn a little bit more about our human species and what's going on with this planet it all connects back to the same thing loving self again you can connect with me at s at suzanne s-u-z-a-n-n-e-t-o-r-o.com that's my website also feel free to communicate there And I look forward to spending time with you again next week. Until then, I send you a deep bow, soft gaze, and namaste.